burning over there <laughs> right so anna you're gonna get yourself lynched over on my page and maybe that's not the appropriate word maybe, I should use, may, but maybe um, i should maybe i'll be in facebook jail and instagram jail instead of you now yeah <laughs> sorry oh. anna's new to this podcasting thing and um and so she's learning and we're about to have a lesson <laughs> or, or just a talk i think we're all learning here <laughs> yeah we're all learning um so, <laughs> it's a work in progress <laughs> hi welcome to the broadcast i have anna and hannah Kawa with me so it's hi. hannah kawana yeah anna Kawa. <laughs> just take the or we could call it like kata kata <laughs> so we have a, a, a little a trifecta going on right now we have a throuple a throuple a throuple oh boy Which well, right. I've, been watching, I've been watching the l word uh generation q and there's a throuple in that so oh wow yeah interesting so, yeah 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 i used to watch the the regular or the i want to say regular the, the original old, l word the original l word when i was in yeah. college and my roommate was trying desperately to get me to date her oh so. i see i see awesome. that was her plan she, she's like yeah let's watch the l word and i'm like are you hoping it transforms me i mean the, the scenarios are kind of hot but i mean i, I just know don't. i mean the show is like it's like softcore porn every episode because there's sex at the beginning and at the end usually well, you have at least, to have a nice yeah there's at least sex exactly. at the end. like the show always ends with sex sometimes it starts with sex uh and and i can't say i'm mad at it I ain't mad yeah. at all the, all the sex. Um, I yeah. have some questions about the characters' choices that they make for themselves. Um, I have some serious questions. If anybody has seen Generation Q, I have not. So I've talked to my coworker about this because she was she had watched all of them, and so she hasn't finished Generation Q, but she finished the first one. So she's like, finish Q and then go back and watch the original, and then yeah. So anyway. Um, there are some nice. choices these people make and they are um they rival the choices that the people on 90 day make but here's the here's the key difference is the l word is fucking fiction okay it's made <laughs> up the shit the people do on 90 day is fucking real you guys this I mean, is real people doing real most well yeah that's true i mean this is the first episode I mean, so we're only seeing their background stories so the so you know the 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 producer involvement is limited on these ones um i mean they they're still there because obviously they're i mean they're still there. clipping the parts that are gonna make us have our original view and of it gives, the yeah. people yeah and it's just I not mean, as producer heavy as some of the later stuff is so I mean, we um, don't know yet, guys. We don't know. I mean, let's get into it. I mean, some of these people are just batshit crazy, as per usual. Sharp has done it again. But my opinion is that he's found better looking shit shows. So thank God we're not looking at people with no neck, people that are deformed, people that are whatever he was you trying to do. You did not just go time. there. You are so not politically correct. Oh my God. Hannah Kawa, she's going to get All us right. in trouble. She is. I am. We spent no, two years. Wait, wait, spent the two only, years. the only, the only defense I have is that I feel like Sharp targets people that have those qualities to yes, put them on TV cool. for yeah, people to yeah, laugh just, at them. No, I absolutely, and, agree. and I would, no, I would rather really not have to focus on. Oh my goodness, you know, it's so hard to talk about this person because I don't know if their decisions were because they are mentally unequipped to actually fucking be an adult or, you know, so it's, it's nice to not feel like sharp is putting, um, red herrings in front of us to like, yeah, us like and tease yeah. us. it's like, also like the, the big Ed memes, like for example, when he came out, like he's not an unattractive man, but people make fun of his appearance constantly. And it's like, why are you setting this man up for like failure or like to be ridiculed basically for the rest of his life? And it's right. just like, it's well, for, mean, for you know? views, obviously. And he wanted some popularity. 
he you yeah, know it's, he, it's he kind of like you watch hook the... line and sinker he right. he like you know worked he had coffee and beer with matt sharp and they came up with this shit together guarantee you well it's like watching <laughs> yeah. jerry springer right he's not going to put the same people on there mm-hmm. who are going to actually sit and have a conversation mm-hmm. they brought like you know every you know thing from under every rock in the deep damp woods and shit to go on there so yeah i i, I yeah. understand <laughs> Anna's logic that's a of really like, we have people that we can honestly just like we can we can uh, laugh at their life tear, choices tear, versus tear apart their, for their life choices rather than you know right. sharp pointing out their uh yeah, physical imperfections you know, be, yeah. right yeah because the physical stuff like you know like even putting on alina and she's a gorgeous girl but her personality was she was hor- horrifically racist and she got fired. So it nothing to do with her appearance. It was her character, you know, right. right. So that's the, you know, that's where I'm getting at where it's like this season, I feel like he hired a little more eye candy, which is better. I think for the brand, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. all better oh, looking people. Cause you want to have, you want, you want to get 10 or 12 influences out of this, you know, they have to be sort of good looking, you know? <laughs> So, I oh, mean, yeah. You guys, before we get into that, I just want to take a minute. Annie just posted pictures of her little baby boy. Oh, that is horrible. Um, that is it so looks like they're pictures of him in the hospital. Um, it's written in Spanish, so I can't quite tell, but it's photos from just hours before. It looks like she's saying something hours before they lost him. Um. He's so cute. Yeah. Let me read. Oh, my Spanish is rusty. But said, yeah. This was just oh, she was last, saying it, the last it was the last pick. Well, last yeah. pick. So I, I haven't been in. No, I didn't know that their son had any type of. Heart I don't think they shared issue. that. That okay. I just not that they needed to, but it was. No, just, they didn't. When she had said his heart couldn't take it, I was like, did he have a heart problem? So it seems right. like it seems like he did went through surgery to probably fix something and it it didn't go well. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if he was born with a heart condition. You know, so many babies have I, I have known so many babies in real life that have had to have heart surgeries when they were, you know, babies. But, when they're so um, young and it's, yeah. and it's really it's really risky, but it's kind of like, OK, if we don't yeah like the chance the, of them dying is a higher percentage of if we do so right, right exactly um exactly. it's really unfortunate and i i, I really you know my heart so goes for, out to them yeah for those who aren't aware um who don't live their lives on instagram the way that we do um annie and robert um if you remember who they are um annie's from the dr the dominican republic Robert has like a thousand kids and his, his mother is a porn star. Do you guys remember porn granny? It's that couple, not, not the porn star couple, like not her, but like Robert and Danny, they had a daughter and then they had a second boy and that second boy was seven months old and he just passed away. It appears of some kind of a heart condition. Yeah, so sad. And he was um, born September 7th. I'm just like scrolling through her pictures. He's a gorgeous little boy. So sad, you know? God bless. Yeah. I hope it's, you know it's with that, that family. It's it's heartbreaking. Oh. It's sad. Um, I know that the meme community and the podcasting community, we are talking to see if there's something that we can do collectively um for them. And um, as soon as we know anything, um, we will let you know if that's something that we're, we're trying to figure out what it is that like they need. Um and and we're we're all collectively trying to like we're talking to like cry craze we're, we're to kim and kyle we're talking to the to to the gays um starcasm um uh aaron and mary Payne, um and then we'll start spreading it once we figure something out if you guys have ideas let us know um anyway we'll move on from that the sad sad part and we'll move on to the snark <laughs> The snark. The snark. Where do we want to, to start our snark? I know. God. I don't know. I don't know. There's where do we start? All right. Let's let me start with look. Uh... Before we get into the show, do we want to talk about the fact that it appears that so Michael Jensen of Michael and Juliana, who are now in 
divorce proceedings. Um, <laughs> when they were all living together as a big happy group sex, whatever it is that, that was happening with them, when they were all living together. Swingers. Swingers. <laughs> whatever they were doing. Um, it was... It was Michael and Juliana and Michael's ex, Sarah, and her new husband, Sean, and then the dogs and the kids, and they were all living together during COVID, which Hannah Cowan and I talked about, and I think they're the ones that that story is what kicked off Hannah Cowan's fan fiction that everything ends in group sex. On 90 Day, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was that season. Okay. Um, and I was right. You were. <laughs> I was right. They had some, like, polyamory thing going on under that roof i was right well michael has accused juliana and sean sarah's husband of boning we don't have proof but that's what the evidence that's what the i mean that's not what the evidence that's what michael i don't think there's any evidence i think he just yeah yeah that's there's accusations out there there's accusations that the maybe the baby's not her new man's, that it's maybe Sean's. I don't know. Who knows? It's a mess. Right. That's um, why you don't live with your ex. Anyway, their little beloved little doggy that they, their dog Howard, that they like shared custody of because he's so important, just this little tiny dog, apparently bit Sean. And he, Ooh. Michael, has posted a letter he received from Sean's attorney. Now, Michael Jensen characterizes this as Sean, whose Instagram nickname is The Real Nasso because he's a middle-aged white rapper. And Not I anymore, because wish- he, he deleted his Instagram out of shame. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> he's a middle-aged white rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he used Julietta as what in one of his videos, and this just this you guys, this whole thing's a mess. Don't don't be a mess. It's just a, it's a, it's a, this is a dumpster fire, like in in Connecticut. Like I was just up there yesterday, and I'm thinking about like, oh, maybe if I run into them. But it sounds pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, I mean, so. this whole thing's a mess. And so apparently, so so Michael posted this photo he got. I mean, a letter, a picture of a letter he got from from Sean's lawyer saying i've been hired to retain sean nasu relative to this dog bite um please send along your insurance information now he's like oh my god this is horrible and i have to say it's not actually and here's why the insurance company will pay this right um whatever like he's not He's not suing Michael directly, although it kind of it, it, it looks that way. But mm-hmm. realistically, he's he's suing the the because the insurance company is what's going to pay, right? Whatever insurance, like renters insurance, what I don't know, whatever something something something. Usually, insurance. Uh, and Michael has homeowners insurance, and Michael has. It's some, usually the homeowners insurance that'll pay for an incident that happens in the house. So he's probably trying to make a claim. Yeah. And, and the so, insurance will cover um um I don't know if they cover cover ankle bites, but <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Ankle bites. I mean, oh boy. It's a small is... dog. Not that they can't be vicious, but like you could literally fling that thing across the room if it tried to come at you. Yeah. I've seen but like the insurance company real... will... Yeah, but the insurance company will pay out. They will pay. Um, now I've I I worked as a personal injury paralegal, and back when I did it, which was a million millions of years ago, the standard was sort of triple what your medical medical is. So if yeah. your medical was a hundred dollars, and that's it, and like you didn't have you know copays and this and that and all the other things that you you don't have to pay for you know, x-rays and this and that. And the other thing, and it was just a hundred dollars. That was your copay for the urgent care. I don't know. And everything else was fine. They would pay $300 because that's three times what Mm -hmm. you paid out. So if that's how it's going to be handled, I mean, Sean, I mean, not Sean, Michael won't have to pay anything personally. Yeah. His insurance deductible go up and all this other stuff. But, um, the other thing that are about dog bites is my opinion of this whole thing is that and, and 
I learned, I remember learning this in law school that they kept, when they kept talking about like this section in, in a class called torts, they would talk about these, these kinds of things, lawsuits. And the thing about having a dog or having a pool, these are the two things they say, get out your checkbook. Those, if you're going to have a dog, Ooh. get out your checkbook. Cause you're going to be responsible for anything that dog does, including bites. You have a pool. You're going to be responsible. Get out your checkbook. You're going to be paying people. If people trip and fall, if someone dies, if you, even if you have a fence, yep. if they're, you know, whatever dogs and pools, they're <laughs> risky to have. Now that said, I have two dogs. So <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm just going to stop me from having dogs, but you know, if that's a risk you take, I'm just saying anyway, and people have homeowners insurance. I have renters insurance, you know, like all of these things. Anyway, those are my thoughts. You guys. Definitely. Definitely. I think like, I don't know. I feel like after he broke up with Juliana, she then moved on to greener pastures, got married, pregnant, knocked up, whatever the heck she did. I think she just got pregnant. Well, there's accusations that she moved on and got knocked up before she broke up with him. But okay, <laughs> the point but, is, she's, I mean, it's, she's pregnant and moved on. Let's let's get there. <laughs> nay, 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 nay. But here, here, here. But the point is, is that like I think, like it's really petty because he does have a lot of money and like what? Okay, if or he the used dog to. Did, like, I don't know if he still does. Maybe, maybe if the dog did like some severe damage or whatever. But the, the my other question is, if these people are like co-parenting, living like in this Brady Bunch, like dysfunctional Connecticut, like shit show, then the, doesn't the dog know the, the, the person? So it's like weird. Like basically like I would see the wife in and out of the house. Like don't these people interact with each other? So like, this is where I'm confused as to why the dog would attack him if he knows him. Like it's just the story just makes no sense. And also the, the posting on Instagram is like just ridiculous. Like why are you posting all your business? Like who cares? Like honestly, you guys are washed up nobody remembers you people and just keep it moving that's how i feel so all right, all right. bye i i have a kid i have a conspiracy theory all right you ready? oh oh okay all right i love these yeah i'm ready i'm ready so, for this so we think he has a lot of money but according to court documents he stopped michael stopped paying his mortgage payments in april of 2020 and a foreclosure complaint was filed against him in like the summer of 2021. And so that house is being foreclosed on. Yeah. What if they're trying to get out of this with some cash, right? Pretend that there's this feud between them, right? And then he's coming back to sue him for a dog bite and they're going to take that money and have another <clears throat> um, poly den somewhere else. Oh my God, I love it. That combines my thought and Anna's <laughs> thoughts. And it becomes Hanakawa. Anakawa. I'm, I'm sorry. I just I just had to. No. I'm just sitting there like, what would I do? I would I would post it on Instagram to make it to, seem to like it's play legit. Into the story right? that, yeah. that Michael is this hurt. How dare uh, you? How dare you? My dog didn't uh, bite you. And I shared my home with you and my wife. Damn it. So, <laughs> yeah, then, we all had. We all got a piece of her ass before she left. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, all right. That is that is my uh, okay conspiracy thoughts. Anyways, I love all right. It. If you guys it. have different thoughts or thoughts on our thoughts, please write, uh, chime in. Um, all right, moving on. Please send us DMs. Please DM us. We want to know your thoughts on this conspiracy theory because Hanakawa has made it clear that this is, this is it. I'm dead. I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting to see it out. And then they're all going to have like this kumbaya post where they all made up and they're still moving in together and everything's happy. And Michael still has his fancy car. Okay. The Porsche. Yeah. That she can't drive. Anywho. Yeah. The rental, whatever. Um, so let's start, let, so what was your thoughts of like the new couple? So let's get into like the most controversial. Me and Katrina have been like looking for him on Facebook. We've been trying to find stuff. Jabri and Miona. I mean, uh, where do we, where do I begin with this weird couple oh you've been I, trying to find been, his instagram no we haven't I've been, been looking for him we've been we're no, looking for Bilal, the other guy we're looking 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, we're looking. I was looking for him and Bilal, but I'll get into him first. Okay. So she, you she stumbled upon this. She's, we stumbled upon this article that states that they've been married already for two years. Which, which right, couple? In 2020. Miona and uh, Jabri? Jabri. Okay. And he, ha- he has a whole identity in Serbia with a new, a different name. He speaks Serbian, blah, blah, blah. So I like fished through his Instagram. They've been together for a while. So this is, a, I think, a legit couple. So, um, so he's been flying in and out. A lot of their photos are from like different parts of the world. They've been, they were, they got engaged in Thailand. I've seen all these different synetic, beautiful beach photos, really pretty influencer pictures. Of course. Um, they're both very good looking. Um, Seems like so the they fans, both have very carefully crafted their, 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 their thirst traps. Let's just put it, put it out there. They yeah, are all curated. Over. Yeah. Very yeah. curated. Very- very curated, like very filtered pictures. So the big thing with her is the fans are like, she's Serbian. Is she black fishing? Now we've, I've never heard of this term until last week. I don't know. I've <laughs> Same. Never, no, I don't worry. Same. No, you're and not I, the only one. Oh. You're not the only one. This, so, a lot of people had. So, so the internet exploded after this couple because she appears white, but she appears like she's trying to pretend to be black and we've got some pictures that show her quote befores and her afters and so i don't know if people know what black fishing is so maybe hannah Kawa, can you explain? i google i googled it the, the, like i tell people don't think i know because i'm black <laughs> okay. um. i'm not asking you because you're black i'm asking you because you were looking it up well no no seriously i had to look it up and yeah. the definition is when uh a white public figure or influencers do everything in their power to appear black okay simple okay so- i mean i i don't think she is okay this is my opinion okay correct me if i'm wrong I got into it with some of the fraud fraudsters online, whatever. This is what they were like. No, no, no. I genuinely. Okay. If you look at the trend of what's in style, what's in style. Kardashians are big. Um, The real housewives are all big. Darcy and Stacy are really into this look. It's that BBL, which is where they take the fat from wherever part of your body and they stick it in your butt. Right. Make your waist tiny, tiny, thin. And you have fake, fake boobs and big lips and and spray tan. So I'm just saying that she's kind of just on trend with Kylie Jenner, Stassi Karanikolu, who's another uh, influencer who's white, um, Darcy and Stacy, who are also Caucasian, or I, I, I don't know what their father is, but they are, they're blonde, they're white girls pretty much. So I think it's just basically an on trend thing. I think they're just trying to be tan, have a fat ass and be, have a, a tiny waist and just look like everybody else. The fake eyelashes, the fake lips, the Botox, this is all common Instagram. Every girl looks like this. So I don't think that she's black fishing per se. I think she's just, you know, oh, I'm in the jungle taking pictures on the tree and in, in a tree. Let me braid my hair. I don't think she's trying to be black or white. I think she's just doing it for the gram. I don't think it's really like any portrayal of her trying to it, it, impersonate a race, which was like, somebody was like, well, if people were impersonating your race, you'd get pissed, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't think she is. I think she's really just going on trend. The Kardashians braid their hair. I've seen Darcy and Tracy get extensions. I've seen Kylie Jenner look like this. So I don't think it's really a black fishing thing at all. I think she's just going with the trend. What's going to look good for the gram? That's my opinion of her. Okay, so. so in all fairness, now I hadn't heard of the term black fishing. Like, I, I mean, I'd heard it, yes. it, you know, here and there, whatever, um, but never to the extent we've been hearing it this past week. So, to be fair, I mean, I'm white. You're white, and I mean, you're Mediterranean, but you're you sort of yeah. You 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 come out public. You come off publicly as white, right? Where I'm, I'm a generic privileged white girl, right? Like, I mm-hmm. don't know what it's like for someone to to um, appropriate my race and who I am and what I am. So I don't know. So while I might be like, oh, she just has dark skin. It didn't even, you know, may not even occur to me. I don't know what it's like to have somebody impersonate my race. So I don't know what that is. So it's not for me to say to somebody else if all of these people out there feel like she's impersonating that race, who am I to say that that's 
not what's happening. I learned I don't have a say in that necessarily yeah. because mm-hmm. of who I am. So that is sort of my thought. I was like, it wasn't something that occurred to me when I watched the show, but after reading this, um, because that's just not my, my perspective. That's just not my story. That's just not my experience because I am a privileged generic white girl. Um, but I would be, you know, I would be interested to hear from our viewers, um, the, uh, the viewers, our listeners, the viewers <laughs> of the show. Um, it's, it's seems like it's pretty much out there. Like a lot, a lot of people are saying that this is what occurred, that this is what she's doing. Now I'm going to trust therapy since I had, you know, don't, didn't know anything really about this too much until recently. I'm going to trust the people whose experience it is. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, Hannah Kawa, what are your thoughts? Um, so I, I always see this in a, a few different angles. Cause I kind of like searched her Instagram. I saw her original photos. She's naturally, um, a pretty pale, I, don't, I hate when I say complexion, but she's, she's pretty, she's pretty pale. She is, mm-hmm. um, passable as Caucasian, but mm-hmm. I know she's Serbian, right. which is, a whole different, you know, there's always a conversation of what ethnicity Serbians are. And I know that they're always trying yeah. to stand up for what ethnicity they, they are. And um, Anna, you've taken that point too. You're like Mediterranean. Serbian, Serbians, Serbia is right above Greece and uh, Yugoslavia, former Yugoslavia, Croatia, Montenegro, Albania. So that whole region, Balkan, mm-hmm. it's she's the closest to what I would be. Like if we did my DNA and hers, it would probably come out the same. So right. it's like my my ethnicity is so mixed from like just the Turkish influence and the Middle Eastern, you know. So like I have a family member who could look very Arabic, and I have family members that look very blonde and blue eyed and very Caucasian. So it's very well. You um, could you could the same. Yeah. You could pass easily as white but you could also easily pass as a number of other ethnicities because exactly of the yes. way you're sort of like you have this interesting mix of ethnicities exactly right. and, and she, so a lot of I them like yeah i was Go gonna ahead, say a, a lot of serbians that i know uh have an olive complexion they're pretty tanned um and they may have brown or blue eyes so i i look at it two ways I see it how Americans see it. We see it and we're used to our American influencers trying to um, culturally appropriate the African-American style, the the over tanning. Mm-hmm. And this is good. This goes further than like Kim Kardashian color. Like they are literally turning themselves brown and, mm-hmm. you know, braiding their hair and telling people that they identify as African-American. They are trying to be that persona. Rachel Dolziel. Yeah, they're they're literally like, you know, the whole I identify as this or ever since I was two years old, I saw myself as a black person kind of story is what we're doing over there. With her, I think it's more of choosing one side of the Serbian identity over the other. And maybe Mm -hmm. this is her, her coming into wanting to represent who she is. But she's not saying that she's black. She's saying she's Serbian. So that's where I go. I don't know if it's really black fishing or if it's her deciding that she wants to represent this identity of a Serbian woman. Embrace that side of her. I do because I I see her, I see her Instagram and it's like, it looks like there was some correction, right? She starts out pretty tan Kardashian style. And there's like a, a band of her going like super dark. Like I would actually, I would look at her and say, this is a black woman. Okay. And then you go up a little bit more to where she is now. And it it goes back to more of a tanned look. So maybe she was just kind of figuring out where she wanted to lay with it. And then of course, being with a man who's also darker complexion, some of, you know, his style and stuff could have rubbed off on her too. I, I think she's, how, how old is she? She looks like she's like 20, maybe. Uh, I don't remember. Hold on. They usually give us ages on here. She's 23. Okay. So she doesn't know who the hell she is yet. She will at 26. So we'll revisit her at 26 and see what she decides to be. 
I always joke about that because 26 is when I uh, realized that uh, I should probably get my life together. Uh-huh. Um, um, it, it's usually on trend, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't jump to, to jump to fishing. saying black fishing okay. and we're, we're pushing our American issues on someone who's foreign. Oh, we have an issue in America with cultural appropriation. We have an issue with slavery in our past. We have an issue with racial inequality, which causes the friction that African-Americans have against white people culturally appropriating everything else. You know what I mean? That, that you know, searching for culture. But someone from another country that, that has nothing, that, that they don't think, they don't care about our, our, our problems. They don't care about the, you know, American right. white guilt. They don't care. She right. is just wanting to be beautiful on Instagram. And when you scroll, th- scroll through Instagram, tan, big lips, fake hair, big ass is what is in. And that's what she's wanting to do. It looks like her and him are trying to just be influencers, honestly. Damn. That's, that's a very, very, very valid point. Um, I think you're muted, uh, Anna. And I think maybe you, yeah, I don't know, something got unplugged or something. You mute, uh, press the mute button on your mic. There's a button on your mic. Hi. There you uh, go. Yeah. yeah. Go um, that no, is a I really was scrolling. Good, good thought, Anna. Yeah, no, I completely agree with her. I And, you know, she's, you know, she's like uh, saying kind of exactly what I'm saying is like, I don't really think it's a race thing with her. I don't think it's, I think she's just trying to be hot and she's beautiful. And, you know, again, there's something to nitpick about, you know, we haven't, we've seen maybe 10 minutes of her. We've pretty much seen Jabri's side of the story a little bit. So I'd like to see this week when the show comes on, how she reacts to living in North Dakota, how she reacts to the United States, you know, so it's going to be interesting. Like so far, uh, TLC has painted her as being a brat, like, oh, I want to live in LA and I wanted this. And the, the, the clips are coming up that she broke up the band and this and that, but you know, they have a nice way of painting the woman to be the villain when in a lot of these instances, the man is in fact the villain, you know, AKA Mike and Jimena, you know, where <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. she was, right. where I thought Jimena was the devil incarnate, but Mike is actually a crazy kid. Yeah. So I'd like to see how this couple plays out. They're already married. I'm sure I think they're happily married. Um, so, but they're, you know, it's very nice how they met. I, they met organically in person. They met, you know, he was in Serbia. I think that's beautiful. I like that, you know, half these people are not meeting on sugar baby daddy catfish wacko websites. So I'm kind of <laughs> happy that they met in, you know, organically in person. And that's really nice to see. So, you know, hopefully, um, you know, we could see more of her positive sides versus negative. And she is beautiful. So I'd like to see, you know, what kind of, you know, deal she's going to get as being an influencer and, you know, take it from there. It, you know, know who be- this reminds me of? Mm-hmm. It reminds oh. me of Blake and Jasmine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the comparison. They were just a I- regular couple, but they were trying so hard to be like, we're in LA, we're influencers, we eat at the best place, everything's Instagrammable this, that we do. He's musical artist. <laughs> it's fine, but they're going to struggle well, to find s- drama with these two, I think. Well, well she's, okay, she's a... She's a little more spicy than than Jasmine was. Yeah, Jasmine but let me... Like oh, dry. Let me remind the viewers and that when we got Blake and Jasmine, now, my at the time, I had some intel from somebody at TLC that when Blake and Jasmine came to TLC, um, they were even more boring than what they appeared to be on TV. Yes. Wow. And then what we see on TV is their TLC produced amped up storyline as boring as that was, that was the TLC storyline because their real storyline is even more boring than what we saw. So what I think is interesting, but these people, yeah, they did draw the, the Blake and Jasmine comparisons right away. He was, you know, Blake was hollow Brooks. He's got this musical act that he's trying to, to do not terrible. You know, his music wasn't terrible. Um, and then you got this guy who's in a band called the black Serbs because he considers himself a black Serbian. That's his, his, you know, ethnicity as well. 
Um, and then, you know, you've got her, this pretty girl, you know, coming over. And now, of course, except that instead of living in LA, LA they're going to live in South Dakota, which is <laughs> funny. I mean, that that's, that's going to be, well, you know, she, yeah. I mean, she, she, she was funny. She, I mean, I, I don't blame her, you know, cause I've been to Serbia, I've been to Croatia, I've been, you know, to Greece a million times. She's like, if I'm going to sit here and live in uh, the, the, you know, South Dakota, I just may stay with my parents. And I was like, you know what, girl, you're right. You know? <laughs> I mean, she, but I feel she, like this couple. So this is my, my thought on this couple is they're like, like you said, the, the production is making her look like this spoiled little girl who wants to be in LA and blah, 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 blah. And and she's going to be in, you know, North Dakota, South, I don't know, one of the fucking Dakotas. Who cares? Does it matter? They're all the same. Um, one of the fucking Dakotas. <laughs> who cares? Um, but they've been married forever. They've been married for a couple of years. They've been together forever. There's no way they got to this point in their relationship without having these discussions about, okay, let's come live in, in South Dakota first or North Dakota, bumfuck Dakota, whatever. And then we'll save some money and then we can move to move back to LA um, or something, which is probably, you know, whatever. Okay, we can do that. And they're going to do the whole storyline about her, like, I don't want to live here. You know, like, well, there's nothing here. Like, I feel like that's how they're going to do this whole storyline, even though them as a couple, they don't really have any of these issues. You know, like, this is going to be an entirely produced storyline with mm -hmm. them about their life in right north we'll south east west fuck dakota we'll see another case of um brandon oh, and julia. what was there brandon and julia yeah on the murder farm on the murder farm there's no murder <gasps> farm is there a farm dakota. here do we have a farm in the season i don't think so because we had a farm last season ella lived on the farm where's we need a farm we need a murder farm this season <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go through the rest of the couples okay. and see if any of them might have a farm. I don't okay. think any of them do. Okay. Let's go to so, the who, other. Um, let's go to Dollar Store Kanye. Dollar oh, Store Kanye. That's the, this is, this is, uh, this is the Katrina's love. She loves this guy. Wait, who's the her. Dollar Store Kanye? Wait, who? Bilal, uh, Bilal? Or is that his name? Bilal? Bilal. The, yes. Oh. And, and sure. What's her name? Shh. Shaida. Shaida, I think it's pronounced Shaida. Shaida, yeah. Mm -hmm. She was gorgeous. Uh, she's very cute. She's yeah. And I mean, he's not unattractive, but he's just he he screams as trying too hard. So this guy, the story of them is he lives in where he live in like North Carolina or some shit. Where does the fuck does he live? Uh, does the Michigan, Kansas City? No, none. Kansas, Kansas City, City. Uh, Missouri, Missouri, yeah. Missouri. Okay, so he acts like he's super rich and has a super fly mansion and all of these things, and then he's he's the one that's gonna pick her that we saw the preview. He's gonna pick her up in like this this busted ass work van and take her to this like busted out old house that he the house that he grew up in or whatever, and he's gonna try to make it look like that's where he lives now just to quote unquote test her to see how if he's if she's with him for his money or for not now here's the thing i don't think that's he such has such a fucking beta move the cute thing. Oh, i know let's talk about that let's talk first of all i don't mm -hmm. think he like sure he does, probably does pretty well for himself but he also lives in fucking missouri where housing prices you can get a fucking nice ass house for like two hundred thousand dollars which wouldn't even get you a one-bedroom shack where i live you know so he's well, like in, in his in his view of the world he's doing well and he's doing yeah, well, so well which that is fine which is fine, the ex-wife plants the seed apparently we know how this goes yes the ex-wife plants the seed of well maybe she's just with you because you you know have a four-bedroom house mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like he's not like mega rich or anything like that he does well he does fine you know what it is like just, just occurred to me he's not living with his parents living with his ex living with his kids he actually is doing fine for himself everybody else we get like has to get a sponsor to sponsor their like 90 day love because they don't make enough money that's what we're used to this guy is just like a normal everyday joe who does fine for himself he does well for himself he has a house whatever that's great he has his shit together we're so used to not seeing people with their shit together 
that somebody with their shit together and all of a sudden this guy's a fucking mega millionaire you know exactly <laughs> um let's explore this, this this such a beta move i want to look at this topic a little bit more about this guy like what are we to see from him because that describes him i think that 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 encapsulates what he comes across as to me um other i thoughts? think he's I think he's, you know, I, the wife made a really, the ex-wife, so clips, you know, they show him OCD, like basically like his house looks like Pinterest, like beautiful white couches, white, which is probably an Airbnb, probably not a sacrificial yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so this beautiful, like Pinterest worthy home and the wife comes over and then she's like, does she love you for you? Cause you, you know, basically like kind of insinuating, like he's a little bit like anal OCD handful. It's took, it's taken him seven years to, you know, find love again, X, Y, Z. So, you know, the wife is insinuating, you know, that it's taken him seven years. And I've noticed this, like, you know, cause I'm a single girl. I'm, I'm in the dating scene. I'm in my late thirties. Um, I notice a lot of men who are like him in their early forties, trying to, you know, get out there, whatever they're, they take a long time to date because they're so traumatized from being married. That's what I've noticed. So I think think, he, he reminds me a lot of this guy that I dated, um, recently, like in this past year, um, super nice guy, super successful, super wealthy, but like, again, with the analness and the, the, the obsession with certain things and blah, 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 and the control freak thing. So I think that like a lot of men like him, don't find love that easily because they're in, 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 a, in, in search of perfection. And she's, he wanted a Muslim, you know, he's a Muslim man. He wanted a Muslim woman, which is fine. Um, she's also 37, this girl. So she's the same age as me. Um, and she's never been married. That kind of uh, showed a red flag toward the ex-wife. Like, why hasn't this girl been married? You know, and as a girl who's never been married, but I've been engaged, you know, I kind of look at that too a little bit. And I'm like, huh, well, you're 40 years old or late thirties. You never, no real serious relationship, no engagement, no marriage. That's kind of a red flag too. But I don't know. I haven't seen enough of the girl to get an opinion about her, but the clips of next week, uh, this coming week show her disgusted by his, uh, he pulls up in this like uh, his, I think his mother's house or some house he grew up in that's, you know, a little bit of a more poverty, impoverished yeah. neighborhood. And she's like, Ew, you know, like whatever. So let's see what, what, what unfolds this week, because let's see if she's really in it for who I don't is, think that's a, a good test though. I, yeah. I don't think I, I, first of all, I think testing a relation when you're in a relationship, testing your partner, I think is bullshit. How do you test your partner after you propose to them after seven days of knowing them? That's psychotic too. Like what is wrong with, you know? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Just, you just said it all there. Hanukkah is like, like, but just testing. If you have to test your partner, like that's just not no. Like if you don't trust them or whatever, like trust and all that stuff takes time to build. You're not going to be able to trust them or know them 100% after seven days of knowing them, right? When they live in another country and, and you are going to have to spend time learning and getting to know them and each other and all that stuff. But this quote unquote test and then to do it this way, like that's not going to tell you whether she's into you for your money or for your, or, or not. That's going to tell you that she had expectations to live not in a, a hovel, when she came out here, like, that's all that tells you of her being upset about that house. All that shows is that she didn't want to live in a busted out old, you know, whatever, which is, like, which I, is fine, which is fine. But I think that and I'm not, I'm not diving into this topic. I am only like, I am no. only like wiping a little bit of the top because it's deep. It's disgusting. It's we're, it's, we're a it's pop another, culture podcast. We're not it's getting another into conversation. We're not getting into but deep issues. There is a rising culture of men who are of a certain age who feel like they are established to a certain point. Okay, where they become more picky of the women that they choose because they see themselves as the quoted high value male. And with that title that they put on themselves, they feel like they have to put the women that they are going to commit to through a serious test of, you know, are you basically going to be 
loyal, submissive and, and want me for me and not just my money bullshit. And so I, that's the vibe I get from him. I really do. Like he sees himself as like this, this top, you know, male that can choose anyone he wants. And so he's going to make her prove herself. I don't, I don't like that vibe. It's just kind of meh. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, interesting. Now, Anna, being in the dating scene, is and of the the of the age group that the that they these people are in do you experience this with um, the men you're dating? i think i think the men um like it's either like one of two evils it's like you're either a uh established man who's has a good job divorced and wants like a cute young chiquita to hang out with and never have kids again mm-hmm. and then or um, do you just want to, do you want to one up your wife? That's what I'm thinking of. You know right. what I'm saying? So like, I've noticed with this, it's like more so like I'm divorced and I'm, I still got it. I'm good looking. Let me like, you know, get a 25 year old to stick yep. it to my wife or yep. <laughs> am I 20 or am I, you know, really trying to like fill the void of having kids because my wife escaped me. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Interesting. So like I personally, I personally don't think it's uh it's it's any ethnicity or any race or anything has to do with anything with him or mm-hmm. or whatever. I think it's more of a it's a man thing. I think all men in general <laughs> do not no, I, I genuinely think all men don't like to date or they they feel emasculated when they're not established. So it 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 gives them a sense of power, like, oh, I could buy her a car, I could buy her this, I could buy her that. I don't think it matters about how they got the money. I think it's more of so like I just want to be you know, I just want to show up. I want, I want, let me add her to my collection of shit. You know, like I got a jet ski, I got a boat, I have a a Jeep and now I have a trophy wife. But right, but right. She adds status to the life, right? So you're trying to find someone who adds that, like he's not going to find some, you know, regular plain Jane in Missouri that's, you know. Got it. Yeah. She's going after someone who's hot. I'm surprised going after someone who's, still 37 because she doesn't even look like i don't look no she looks i don't look 37 either i don't even know what 37 is supposed to look like but she looks extremely good like she you know takes takes care care of herself herself and and values whatever maintenance um but i don't know the fact that he chose someone her age makes it seem like maybe he's wanting someone who's on that same place in life right because if you went after a 25 year old right someone who's hyper and probably wants kids still and does this and that like he's probably like getting tired of that who knows hey fraudcasters everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge i know i've always had problems with it whether it was the fit or the quality luckily the perfect t-shirt does exist and you can find it at skims the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra now i have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra from either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees there's a style for everyone my cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me i reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist i've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well it fits like a dream i absolutely love it and honestly you guys i thought like okay this shirt is gonna be too small for me and it's not gonna fit right and all the bulges are gonna show but it doesn't at all i put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in every little but last bulge that i have is all held in and it looks fantastic i absolutely love it and it's super super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts you can shop the skims t-shirt collection at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small up to 4x and if you haven't yet be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu she mentioned she wanted children she did and uh she uh oh and he doesn't want children that was gonna be there he's like that's right yeah and i think i think they'll have a kid they'll have a kid 
And of course he wants her to sign a prenup. I'd be like, whatever, whatever. It doesn't look like she's from a poor family. So who else? What else do we have? Let's move on from them. I'm already tired of them. Tired of them. Who else uh, do we have? There Another is couple. the couple from, she's from Charlottesville. Her name is Kara, Kara. Oh, she was so oh. cute. The, the, the balloon chick. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. She needs a better car. She needs like a huge SUV, like with a huge back. Like she needs one of those. What are the ones that look like toasters? The cars that look like toasters. Oh no, not those ugly things. The Scions, I don't make those anymore. But she would be able to fit all of her, all of her, her balloons in there. <laughs> Her balloon arches and stuff. They're, she was adorable. Cute, she's, I liked she's her. Cute. Who was her? Her man was Guillermo. Guillermo, he yeah. Seemed, he seemed kind of young to me. You know who these two reminded me of? They reminded me of the couple on the Caribbean show. Do you remember Which one? Hanakawa? Do you remember um on the Caribbean show? No, they remind me of no old OG 90 Day Fiance. Um, that couple that was a singer from the boy band in like uh, the Spanish yes, country, Chelsea and a, Yamir. Yes, they Chelsea remind me of them. Yeah, they do. They do. Okay, that that's who I instantly thought of. If you guys don't know this couple, I don't think they're even together anymore. They're but not. they're um, nah. Where was he from? Pa- where, Panama, Venezuela, or? I think. Wait, what are their names? I think they're Chelsea and Ymir. Now, Chelsea and Ymir were this couple from like season one or two who um she she was doing some like humanitarian work in like Venezuela or something, and she met him. Was it Venezuela? I'm whatever. You're looking up the country. And she meets this guy, Ymir, who's part of this boy band who Nicaragua. Nicaragua, who in Ah. his country is like, you know, might as well be the backstreet boys, right? Like they're that big. And she wants to move they're gonna you know he's gonna come to the united states and she lives with her parents of course in um some bfe suburb that has nobody in it uh i would say it's a suburb of chicago but it's not really a suburb of chicago it's in illinois um he is currently living in chicago as far as i understand but and doing doing his music career thing so he got it and they got divorced they are still have so much love and affection for each other, but they did get divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, she was dating a woman. She discovered that she was, I guess she's bisexual um, mm-hmm. because she discovered mm-hmm. that she also loved women and she was seeing a woman after she was dating him. And I think she's now with a man, um, but I'm not positive if that relationship is still going strong. I think it was like, she was like engaged to him or married to him or anyway they they get along great it's all fine and and they're both happy and everything's good but yeah um privileged little white girl from this small town although it's charlottesville small town i don't know charlottesville is like an hour and a half north south of me it's also where university of virginia is um that's really the only thing that's there but it's a great little place charlottesville is such and that's really close to where brandon and julia were living too Mm um because is that a nice area she lives in yes right yeah i mean it's like i don't know the neighborhoods of charlottesville but charlottesville itself it's small it's not as big as richmond certainly don't the only thing the only thing there is the university but uva is huge right so uva is a huge university there's a huge research hospital like it's like a it's not just like a small Mm -hmm. tiny little college town it's a big place um there's a lot going on, but it is just the University of Virginia. But UVA is also a really big school. It's one of the top schools in the country. It's like there's a lot going on there. So there's nothing. I don't have anything shameful to say about Charlottesville in, in, at all. Yeah. Um, and she seems like a hustler. I kind of like that she's like on the jet Jill of all trades. Like she does this. She does that. She like dabbles into all kinds of different stuff. So I think she's um, pretty cool in that sense. I like um, her. She's just, cute. Yeah, I think this is so far my favorite couple. We'll see. But um, from this episode, I like them the best. This yeah. is my my favorite. I think he, I think the storyline with him is like he's going to be, is he young and immature and not or something like that? I don't know. I think, I think he's insecure. I think she's the party girl. Okay. And he is kind of insecure with that. So. Oh, okay. I mean, well, she's, she's cute. Fills she's balloons adorable. for a living. Of course she's a party girl. <laughs> So that was adorable. Yeah. Let's see. Who else do we have? Uh, um, wait. We have uh, Mohammed and Yvette. Did we Mo- see them? Is it Mohammed? We didn't see them, huh? No, we didn't. I'm thinking of previews and stuff. 
Oh, um, yeah, because we didn't get all the couples yet. No, we didn't. I don't know who else was there. Did we see Vinny and Ari? They didn't come out yet, no. I think we saw but previews seen for clips them. Of them. Yeah. yeah, and we didn't see Kobe Wait, and there Emily was a... yet. Kobe. Wait, so we saw the Dollar saw Kanye, Jabri, and we've seen um, the the... Wait, I feel like there's somebody else. Do they only introduce three couples? Sometimes they do, yeah. Yeah. Muhammad, so wait, we have Patrick and Thais, and we haven't seen them yet. Muhammad and Yvette, which we we haven't. Oh, oh, the girl girl who met the guy from China, the black guy from China. Oh, right. Oh, Kobe. Kobe. Kobe and Emily. Yes. Okay, they were cute. They were cute. I liked them. Kobe and Emily. Okay, so she jokes about how she found the only black man in China, which I thought was hilarious. Um, <laughs> and they do seem pretty cute. They got engaged within two weeks because that's, you know, the normal thing. Normal. Uh, and they did a fiance. Uh, yeah, you got to get, uh, get, get it fast. You got to get it fast. It's like the revolving table of the sushi thing. Grab it. And I guess she exactly. has a kid. Does she have a kid? He hasn't met the baby. He but hasn't he met has- the baby yet because um, there's like some type of COVID restriction. So the baby is almost two years old, and they haven't. Um, he hasn't seen the child yet. But it was his because so- she's one of these that got knocked up right away. Because that's it, another family. Yes. Yeah, it's that's his it. son, but he hasn't been able to. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So we've so seen this story is- before where they get knocked up right away, and then they have to get married. They quote have to get married you don't have to marry your vacation booty just because you get knocked up this, you guys i feel like i just say this every of, season um, this was a colini and Oswello rem- reminded me of yeah colini and like they had that vibe because mm-hmm. kalani, the father's yeah. very the father yeah kalani the father is like super involved and he's like don't get pregnant blah 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 blah, blah. and then like they show clips of them possibly being pregnant again so that's right. what happened to her Right. <laughs> so we're recycling that storyline. But I liked them. I like them as a couple so far. So I mean, of course, we've only seen like three minutes of them total. So we'll see. <laughs> but um, I feel like I have to say this every single fucking season is don't marry your vacation booty. And you don't have to marry your vacation booty just because you got knocked up. Okay. You can co-parent with them. Um, also, fucking wear a condom. You guys don't get knocked up by your vacation booty. Those are my three PSAs regarding vacation booty. But I, I want I you to go out. I don't understand when they say what happens in Trinidad stays in Trinidad, except for your pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, Katrina, Not I can't. I, I can't import. I can't import a Greek guy from for the summer when I come back. I can't come home with a souvenir. Like, come on, guys. No, no, that's my plan. no. Yeah, no. come back with the souvenir, Greek guy. Come on now. Bring bring the guy back. <laughs> don't bring his sperm back. At, fertilized an egg in your stomach in your uterus <laughs> do you know do that do you know what's do you know what's really funny so darcy and so my dad is obsessed with the show and my dad is you know the og 90 day fiance like he you know he, he lived this life you know so he's obsessed with darcy and stacy's boyfriends because they both speak greek fluently so my dad's like how is the, you know he meeting this guy costa in connecticut blah 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 whatever so like Georgie is actually Bulgarian, but he's not from Bulgaria. He's from Greece. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I just found that really interesting. So my dad like picked up on it, like watching. I was like, Dad, are you doing research for me? And he was like, Oh yeah, blah 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 blah. They, they, they know this guy <laughs> and that guy. And I was like, What? And then he was like, Yeah, because these two guys definitely like spend some time in Greece because of the way that they speak to. Each- but what's interesting about them too is like, do they speak each other's foreign language? This is what I don't get about that that couple. But I don't even think Darcy's with them anymore. But I just noticed know that. It the other day when he was they don't they don't get with them to talk at all. They don't no. care. No. Yeah. yeah, they're not there for yeah. deep intellectual conversations. What <laughs> I would be interested in, Anna, is potentially getting your dad on the show to talk. Maybe, maybe I'll start watching Darcy and Stacy again, and we'll get we'll do an episode um, with 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 Father um, Anna. What a real what do real immigrants think of the show? Right. <laughs> you know, uh, Kyle of the Crackers, Kyle and Kim. Kyle would always bring his Polish father-in-law on for that same reason. So, I mean, Kyle, we could blatantly, and not that Kyle listens to this, but we could blatantly copy them and use Anna's father. But- um, Yeah, he loves it. 
So I think that's it. That's all the couples, right? That we saw. And then we had we did our little segment on live. Um, so like we're gonna sporadically go live, obviously with Honey Kawa too, but um, but there was a lot if of red can. flags, but like if she can, yeah. So like we might be able to do well this weekend is Greek Easter, so I don't know if I can go live, but um we could probably go live and just talk about like red flags or whatever, but we found like a lot of red flags last week like tons well yeah just like, with the, we we need to do it again this week i think um mm-hmm. anna because we're getting the other couples we didn't get it we didn't do all the couples got so it. so we okay, might do do a live watch along again um if if at all interested um you guys i think that's it i think that's all we have for this this season um so far that we've seen um couple things I want to close out with one is sending all our love and light to Robert Nanny and their family for the loss of their seven-month-old little boy Um, if you guys have ideas about anything if you guys want to do anything to help I can help facilitate that because I can I do have contact with um, Robert Nanny well you know I mean they're busy obviously right now but I have spoken with them before each of them um, privately. So I think, um, I mean, if there's something, if there's like a PO box or something that they have, <clears throat> people could send donations to, or if there's a GoFundMe or something like that, um, and we can get that information out to you. We will get that to you guys as soon as possible. Um, the other thing is, okay. Um, you have Greek Easter. I don't know if you're going to be done in time for the show if the show comes on at eight on sunday i don't know that you're gonna be ready to do a watch along we, we may or may not do a watch along keep and keep watch out for um on instagram for news. we could do a monday live monday evening if the viewers i mean if our listeners want to like hop, hop on monday like evening. oh and just do a regular just, live and talk about it like, could, yeah like we'll, figure it we'll figure it yeah, out we'll figure it out we'll talk we'll figure it out we'll get um We'll get something um, live where we're talking about the new couples. Um, and then um, the other thing that I wanted to point out is um, who wants to date Anna? Our co-host here, Anna. Who wants to date Anna? You guys, um, I have posted pictures of her. She's 37. What's your what's your quick your quick Tinder bio? Technically, technically, I'm 36 still. I will be 37 July 4th. I'm a cancer with a Gemini rising and an Aquarius moon. I like uh, long walks to the ATM machine. And <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You have a um, master's yeah, degree, so right? You have a master's and you guys, she's not I just hot, special, she's smart. Tell us what I you have do. A master's in I have a master's in special education, uh, dual master's in special ed and regular ed, birth to second grade. And I'm currently working on one to sixth grade. I'm almost done with that. I just took a test. Um, and yeah, this is my hobby. My hobby is our, if you could watch all this reality TV with me and stomach it, that's a plus. If you don't, then you still got to watch it because I said so. And that's <laughs> pretty, do you have a preference? It. Do you have a preference on ethnicities? Um, do you have a preference on age, no. height, size, no. um, financial okay. wealth? Okay. Like, do they at least need to have a okay. job and a shower? You need to have a job. I'm five eight and a half, so I would prefer, preferably like you to be taller than five ten. No ethnicity is uh, required as long as you're like not mentally unstable or everyone's prison. I don't do lockup. I don't do pen, prison pen pals. So that's, that's that <laughs> idea. <laughs> and um, yeah, like pretty much that's it. You know, as long as you're not a criminal or facing any, you know, 18 years of jail time, you know, we could be friends. Okay. Okay. Well, let's start with that. You guys, if you listen, if you're a male, who listens to this podcast oh, sorry let me let me specify a straight male who listens to this podcast um ty this isn't for you <laughs> um, uh ty ty likes this you may like a lot of things but you know i think um yeah not 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 your um not up your alley so anyway if you're a straight male who listens to this podcast you may be the great starting point for finding anna her great love now the other thing we want to do with her is get her a guy from greece and she can do be her own 90 day 
person and then we want we want we want me to be a 90 day fiance and then be an influencer and then katrina just wants free stuff like computers and you know no no i just want the access and for you to tell me all the gossip behind the scenes <laughs> i want to okay. be on the i want to be a, i want to fight with debbie and mattel so okay um that's it bye, that's guys. all that's all we got thanks guys bye Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.